0: My name is Milan Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers, and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless, and determined. We fight for love, profits, and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers, and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible and this podcast includes all the best sales marketing relationship personal growth and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world our motto is my business is not my family my family is my business and we are here to show you how to have it all
1: Chevy, as a girl what did you think about yourself what do you want to be what do you want to become when you will be uh, an adult? Oh,
2: right. So that's a really good question. When, when I was little, I actually always wanted to be an educational psychologist, random, right? And, um, but I was always very outgoing, always very entertaining. So the natural progression was to do things like performing arts and, and things like that. But I really had a, a, a passion and an interest in, in psychology. And I remember when I was about 14 years old, I went to a, a careers meeting to sit down with somebody and for them to discuss what my next steps were after leaving secondary school. And I said to her, you know, I really want to become a, um, a clinical psychologist. And she said to me, you know what, that's seven years, that's going to take at least seven years out of your life. And I remember like being so young and somebody telling you that, it just felt like the rest, of, the rest of my life. So I didn't automatically pursue it then. But it was something that I went to be in my mid-twenties. So I was always quite focused on that. But life brought me a different way and brought me into to things that more suited a personality or mm-hmm. my personality. Which was more kind of presenting stuff or um, things where you had to like interact with people and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. so what happened? You begin to study? Yeah, so initially when I... So when I left school, I went into, I did like backing dancing. So I did a lot of stuff on um, on TV and things like that. And for a lot of great events and music uh, stations and things like that. And then I went into business advertising for some years. And um, I really kind of enjoyed that, but there was, there was just something missing. And then from then I went into uh, PR and marketing and I did a little bit of um, entertainment stuff. But I found it a little bit too pretentious for me then. I really enjoyed it. It was it suited my personality, but the environment not so much. And then I went to re-study to become a therapist. And that's what I did for the past, uh, maybe 2000, 2007, I think it was that I actually qualified. So I did that for, for 10 years. I had a private practice before I went deeper into the personal development things. So. So what happened with the practice? So the, what, the practice was just literally, I had different contracts that I attended around the UK, and one of them had come to an end. And I just thought to myself, do you know what? I could either go and get another one, or actually just take a little of a break. And I went to New York to see if I could open up a private therapeutic practice there. And when I got there, I realized it was just far too much hustle and bustle. I was used to being in London, doing 15 hour weeks, work, doing starting work after 10 a.m. and then suddenly I was in New York and you know, you had to be at work every hour of the day and you had to be on it or your clients could be taken by other therapists and things like that. It just felt too much for me. And so I returned to London and I thought, okay, maybe I'll continue with my private practice. But what happened whilst I was traveling is that people were talking to me about Lisa Nichols and oh you remind me of this woman and all of this stuff and I started to look deeper into the personal development things and I got home to the UK and I googled one of her YouTube videos and then it came up and I was like yes yes (laughs) I'm going and she had an event in San Diego and that's when I ended up going and just going deeper into the personal development stuff and I realised that actually all of the entertaining nature all of the presenting nature all of those things actually lean into what I'm doing now as well because I'm able to draw from all of those elements of me and do something that mixes that one-to-one work as well in that mindset level to do what I'm doing now. So yeah, it all all draws together. Mm -hmm. And you
1: do a lot of things with women.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I love women empowerment. I love getting women together to inspire, to educate, to to impact and to encourage. That's really a major thing for me, and I find that in the UK there are small pots and small communities of, of women that do it, but there's nothing that's really, really big, and um, I would like to create something that draws thousands of women together um, in order to to, yeah, to grow in that, in that sense. Do you think it's hard to be a woman? Yeah, I don't think it's hard to be woman in the sense where if you really embrace everything that is feminine is woman and you own it then no everything is as hard as as hard as you decide it to be i think in this world that we live in now it's easier than what it was than it's probably ever been for women right because the kind of the feminist movement as it were or the or the things where you know we're really just standing up for what we believe we're not taking any rubbish um and i think that it's the most empowering time to be a woman, so would I say it's hard? No. I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's any harder than being a man. Um, I think that we've got more leeway onto what it is that we can we can achieve and what it is that we can do and how visible we are as women. Um, so yeah, I would say rather than being hard, I would say it's a power, powerful, powerful mm-hmm. experience, a powerful time to be a woman. Why do why you think that women need women? Do women need women? Definitely. I think, I think that, you know, I often say that women supporting women seems to be something that is said more than acted upon, right? It's like a, a meme or a slogan and we, we say it, we, we, we wear t-shirts and, we, and we, we hashtag it. But when it really comes down to it, you know, are we actually supporting one another as we should? And when we do support one another in the sense of needing each other, when we really do come together, there is a magic that's created. There is a dynamic force that cannot be reckoned with when women come together. And I think that the more women that actually realize that it's about us connecting and collaborating rather than competing, that, that society is almost in, indoctrinated in us and it's almost made us con- feel like we are conditioned to believe that we have to be co- competing with each other for for positions, for how we look, for relationships or whatever it is the quicker that we drop that and we realise that that is actually being placed in our lives to work against us because the universal society know how powerful women are when we really truly come together, I think that will be a total game changer. So I think that definitely women do need each other because also as well, there, there are things that we, we share and we, and we you know, our, our life journeys that are quite similar and we can we can draw on each other, we can lean on each other, we can talk and share, you know, and I think it's important to build up a, a great tribe of, of, of women, a great circle of, of great women that you can actually, who can encourage you as much as you encourage them, you know, I think, I think that's really, really important, you know, that, that saying about it takes, what is it about uh, to make a village? It takes a tribe, but basically, it takes a lot of different elements of one village to actually raise a child, and I feel like that's the same as being a woman. It takes many different women to actually raise us. We, we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, and we, if we allow ourselves to, and we truly allow ourselves to em- embrace another woman, you know, um, and draw on her strengths and her power, then I think we're unstoppable.
0: Do you have trouble reaching your goals? I have a surprise for you. Download my free ebook, Goal Setting for Warriors at www.warriorfamily.com and you will know how to set, plan, and reach even your biggest goals.
1: Mm -hmm. And we are unstoppable,
2: right? Mm. So everything what we would like to achieve, everything is actually possible in the time it's yeah, yeah. I, I always say like one of my slogans is "Life is what you declare it to be," and I really believe that that's true. It doesn't. There's nothing that you you can't do. You know, when I was growing up, my mum would always say to me, "Everything you touch turns to gold," and it's, you know there was a song, <laughs> but it's something she really instilled in me, and I and that's how I lived my life. I thought to myself, do "You know what? If I really want to do that, I can." And the essence of that is if I really choose to. If I really want to, because sometimes we feel that we want to do something and it doesn't actually work out because we didn't believe or want it strong enough, or we weren't that bothered about it, right? But if we really kind of tune in and focus and know that this, that's possible, it will happen. And I think that as women we we naturally are able to, to manifest greatness, even though we have our superpower of intuition, you know, this this these antennas that Mm that the the God or the universe gave us, you know, just to be able to suss things out and to know the difference of of environments and pick up on energies and and things like that. I think if we really tune into those things that Mother Earth gave us, then yeah, that adds to us being totally unstoppable, right? Do you think... Why
1: do you think that um, people or women are sometimes unhappy?
2: Oh, I think that, that's, that is a, um, that's, that's, a broad, that's a broad question because there are so many reasons why people or women can be unhappy, right? It can be... It always kind of revolves around different elements. So it could be relationships, finances, spirituality, work, energy, careers. Um, I think that fundamentally with women or just people... When it comes to unhappiness, this the usual common denominator or the common thing is something from within. It's about something, it's our inner stuff, it's our mm-hmm. inner work that needs to be done, mm-hmm. um, that I think is, is the domino effect to unhappiness, mm-hmm. unless it's something outside of our control, unless it's something external, something to do with somebody else, you know, that then has made us happy, unhappy, maybe it's grief or maybe it's mm-hmm. something like that, inflicted stuff. Yeah, but this is not permanent. Like, yeah, it's not permanent, exactly. But when it comes to our own unhappiness, I think that it's, yeah, just as things that we haven't kind of cleared out yet, you know, and having, when you reach that point of having clarity on things, and when you reach that point of understanding that most things are for, for a moment, is that there's a there's a word in, I think it's in scripture that says um, about when in the morning, everything, when the morning comes, everything will be okay. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, it is well, and I think that when we actually understand that things in life are momentary, it's just it's just a season, it's a mm-hmm. moment in your life where and you're permanent. free. It's not a permanent thing. Yeah, I think then it's easier to kind of understand and accept it and not stay in that unhappiness. Do you think women and uh, men are different? Totally, um, we're totally different. We're different, but then we're, we're very similar. I think that women are far more emotional. It's funny because I find that when, as women, when we want to do exactly, we can always achieve what guys, men are achieving and things like that. But then it's, there's certain things that we can't do like a man because our emotions get involved right and um, at first we could be like oh no it's fine I can handle that or I'm just going to go and have this relationship and I don't need this heart to heart or whatever it is and then eventually you realize actually no I do I do need that so I think it's that kind of emotional level that really intuitive soul level that I think is quite different from from the masculine energy it's that it's that feminine energy that we have that makes us yeah creates the difference
1: but still we need another half, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the relationship is for women very important. Yes, yes. And I think that it's important to really own that. And I think that with women, especially with successful women, what I found is that sometimes it's quite difficult to be the vulnerable one. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're used to being the matriarch, you're used to the person that you know. I'm succeeding. Power. I'm power. Yeah. I'm you know. I'm generating this. I'm doing that. And it's to suddenly to be vulnerable, especially to a, another a guy or mm-hmm. to another a person where you just have to be open and exposed yeah. Yeah. and be okay to be hurt maybe or be okay to put your fears on the table. Do you know what I mean? And just be exposed. Yeah. I find that sometimes that can be a hard thing for for women.
1: And to show that you are vulnerable. Yes. That, that, that's you
2: know, you're not always the best and super yeah, yeah, yeah. and to be and to be transparent, right? I think that especially nowadays, even on social media and everything like that, things are so so perfect, so airbrushed, yeah, you know, we said yeah, yeah. earlier, like so filtered and and it's it's quite hard then to to be a hundred percent real and open because it's like, well, who is? Nobody is, right? But when you actually allow yourself to be it means that you, you, you come away from all of those other things, it's these pictures that are created, this imagery and things like that. And you just allow yourself to be and you don't end up holding so much in. I find that a lot of times people can hold a lot in where you're trying to be somebody else, you're trying not to be vulnerable, you're trying to have this bravado, this mask. And in turn, that actually eats up inside and then doesn't make you feel amazing because even if you're acting amazing to everybody on the outside you still got to be alone with yourself you know and it's about being okay with that being okay in your alone time you know as well as you are okay in the in the limelight or okay in the world when people are like around you and can see you and you know? I
1: think also to accept yourself this is the first step you have to do it
2: to be really happy with yourself inside right yeah yeah and i think do you know what it's, it's, it's a work in progress as well i think that even the ones of us who are totally accepting of who we are and what we are there are days when you know self-doubt can kick in there are days where you know you might not feel the, the best there are days where as women hormonally you know there's like seven days yeah <laughs> and we just feel a bit crap and you know that I maybe not not the, our best our best in self you know and what have you but I think that it totally comes from a knowing of who you are and I think that that's continuous mm-hmm. because we're continually evolving we're continually changing and it's about really embracing the journey and not the end mm-hmm. but really actually taking time to go through this thing called life experience it and just enjoy each transformation as it happens, and be okay with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And this uh, comes with their age,
2: aging, right? Yeah! Experiences. Experiences. And I think that, I mean, with age comes experience, they say. I think that sometimes as well, we can we can experience a lot of things when we're younger that also kind of shape who we are, that make, can make us mature mm-hmm. more as well. It can be positive things, it can be negative things. I think for myself, when I was young, when I was probably between eight and about 14, my mum had a, a brain tumour, terminal brain tumour. And it was almost as if I then became, an, not an adult in a way, but I had a lot of responsibilities. I was much more mature than my age. And it kind of went against this ooh, outgoing person that, I, that mm-hmm. I am as well, because I had to then draw some things in. Do you know what I mean? And that then gave me an experience and a wisdom that
0: was beyond my years, when I was younger. In 2017, I gained around 3.2 million followers on social media. I earned more money than ever and got so many new opportunities. If you want to know how you can do that, download my free manual, Social Media Warrior, at www.warriorfamily.com. But yeah, when when
2: I got to my 30s, I could then reflect and look back and think, oh my God, how young I was. I wasn't as old as I thought I was then, you know. Even though I had all these experiences and things like that, And that, that's something that happens to us all. It's like when you look at a, a picture when you're young and you think, you think you looked a certain way or you think, you know, you, you knew it all or your life was a certain way. And when you look back at that photo of who you were then, it's like, girl, you didn't know anything. You know what I mean? Or you were just... You were just a baby yourself or you yeah. were just starting to know life or enjoy life, you know? And I think that it's really about being open to that and coming from a place of, of gratitude for all of our our different experiences and really embracing every level as we go along. And as I say, some of it isn't going to be perfect, some of it isn't going to be even nice, right? But with every element and every part, there's something to learn and there's something that's going to add value to who we are and mould who we are as mm-hmm. a person, and I think that's really important to kind of to understand. And when we're younger, it it sounds like stuff that we don't necessarily want to understand, or it sounds a bit too big for us, right? We just want to live and enjoy ourselves, and yeah. you know, Having whatever. Fun. I have fun, right? Yeah. But fun doesn't Not have to about it. exactly fun mm-hmm. doesn't have to necessarily stop. But what changes with age is our. Is our mindset, our thinking of things, and our level of responsibilities? You know, and these things that we we put on ourselves, whether it be families or businesses or properties or whatever, right? It's stuff that we ch- we still choose it. You know, every
1: time, every time, every time, every decision we make, even if we don't
2: make decision, mm-hmm. we make it exactly. exactly. Most decisions are already made. Before they come out of our mouths, because mm-hmm. they're already channeled through us. Our life is already there; it's already mapped out. We are just literally part of this journey. We are here to kind of complete the the map or add the dots after mm-hmm. you know, make everything to connect. It's like mm-hmm. they say you can only go forward when you're when you're looking back by connecting the dots. Not looking back as in oh, trying to stay in your past, mm-hmm. but that is that is where you came from. That's, that's your mm-hmm. journey, and yeah. only by looking back and thinking. Oh, that's how I got here, yeah. right? And then moving, then moving forward. Yeah. So, yeah, and life is great. Yeah, life is amazing. Life is life is truly amazing. I th- I think that life, life is a, a gift, you know. And every day there can be something that happens that can be devastating, or you know, you may lose people, and it's and it's not and it's not just in the in the physical where. Where you lose people and they and they die, there are also endings of long-term friendships that are the same as the grieving process. Mm-hmm. is exactly the same, mm-hmm. you know. And it just teaches you to be so grateful of life and to really live in the moment and to take each day as it comes and to not have allow things to kind of weigh on our shoulders too much to consume too mm-hmm. much of our time and yeah. our energy mm-hmm. because that's how precious life is. Mm-hmm. That we can't waste time on rubbish BS Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to waste Sometimes on it because we you never know what's gonna to happen tomorrow we uh-huh. just really don't so now is the time to to just do everything that, that you want to do and also as well even on that note it's also not about punishing yourself if you don't do what you said you are gonna do uh-huh. because I find this even with clients or just people in general uh-huh. It can be that there's a, a list or a to-do list, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then it feels like so bad that, oh, but I didn't do this. I said I was going to do this on Monday. And, and I always remind them, do you know what? There's always time to, for change. There's always time to actually move that. And you really have to think to yourself, is that a priority for me? How important is that for me to do this part? And maybe you're going to realize that actually that's not important to me. And maybe even so more, you're going to realize that that's not even aligned to who I am. That may have been aligned to who I was yesterday, last week, not today. And that's okay, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's really allowing ourselves to be in that moment, to appreciate the change, to to go with the flow. I always say it's about living in faith, flow, and expectancy. And I truly believe that. I don't feel that we can overly craft or mould things mm-hmm. but I think we can have an intention mm-hmm. and we can set out to know it to ourselves that's going to happen and then we let go because mm-hmm. to let go is to flow yeah. and allow the divine or the universe or whatever it is that you believe that our higher selves yeah. to do what it's supposed to do mm-hmm. and take care of yourself and take first. care yeah that's major like self self care you know yes. um, about actually being able to being able to look after others, you have to be able to take care of yourself, you have to look after yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're not necessarily good to anybody unless you are, or you're going to actually end up burning yourself out and then you're not good to anybody, let alone yourself. And I think that that is so important and as women sometimes that's, that's what we forget is to look after ourselves because we're so busy looking after everybody, everybody else.
1: else yeah. Chevy, thank you very much. Thank you. I wish you to look yourself, to look care, to look very good for yourself. Yes. yes. To take care. Thank you. And to be an example for women who are there, who wish to be happy and successful. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my e-books for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies Confidence boosters and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles: Instagram Smiljan Mori, YouTube and Facebook Smiljan Mori for your family, Twitter Smiljan Mori and LinkedIn Smiljan Mori.